go, 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 go. From the north to the mall, 500k just to host. Go, 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 go. The neighbor too knows. Pack my bags and go, 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 go. Serve me a brick at the stove. Looking like Shaq in the post. Go, go. You would think I'm racist Smoking cookie in Atlanta everywhere You would think it's recreation You already know we made it We ain't even gotta say shit Some of the trap with licks Some of the trap with bacon Junior say I'll bring the bay I'll bring the bay out Nigga want talk, we bring the K I'll let the spray now K gon' walk right in that pot We beat it up back, y'all Invade your block, we stay on top Ain't nobody safe now Go, 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 go Huncho, Huncho, no, Jack, sorry, Huncho is Quavo, Jack is Trav, great song, personal favorite album, already came out five years in this December, um, but great song for this week, I was listening to it earlier today, I don't know why I got, I'm still talking, you guys don't give a fuck, but here we go, going into week four breakdown, this is the week five? podcast yes i've been keeping it up so far um yeah so this is the fifth episode of the year recapping week four and previewing week five with the guest let's get into it so of course we always start with my matchup uh i was home this week at the dog uh, dog demidome home of the dimsdale demidome no one no one performed this week bad week um absolutely horrendous week lamar he didn't have it at all he was he had a weird game he started off very hot actually Sorry, not to get up real quick. Lamar started off very hot. I'm like, oh shit, Lamar's going to do another 30-piece. And then the Bills defense started clamping up again. Uh, something you really hate to see. Dalvin Cook, I mean, the guy's really good. He's got to start. There she goes. Sorry, folks. Got to stay hydrated before I start getting into it. All right, as I was saying. Dalvin's got to start performing like a running back one for me. He's really starting to piss me off. I really didn't want to start him this week. I wanted to play Pierce, but, you know, I took Dalvin early. I, he, he He's pissing me off, and I'll get to Pierce later, but he's got to pick it up. Herbert, I mean, you get 10 points from your running back, too. Um, I'll take that all the time. It's it's tough. He Sometimes you want your RB2 to go off like Meshi's running back 2 did, but it's going to happen. CD Lamb, keep on keeping on. 
yeah, like I was saying, CD Lamb, keep on keeping on. He's been doing good even without Dak. I think Dak might be out another week. But Cooper Rush, I mean, they keep on talking about how he might replace Dak. I mean, that's not going to happen. I mean, this is just stupid, just sports talk. They have nothing else to talk about. Kirk, he almost had a touchdown where it was a deep pass, and he bounced off the, uh, the safety, but it was just so wet out. He couldn't keep his footing. Uh, he dropped a lot of passes all game. That was just an ugly game in Philadelphia. He, uh, looking at pits for me, I, 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 I'm not going to even talk about him. He knows what he needs to do. Bateman, not a good game. Uh, my defense at zero. My kicker at nine. Uh, Meshi beat me 111.3 to 74.46. Looking at Meshi's side. Tom Brady with a clean 385 yards, three touchdowns, 26 points. Uh, his running backs, I mean, so what Meshi beat me by? 35. So he had 40 from his running backs total. I had 20. So that that's where a good chunk of his winnings came from. Uh, Jamal Williams, we were watching the game at the bar and he broke off like a long, I want to say it was a long, it was exactly a 50 yard touchdown. And like, at that point I knew like I had issues. He's running back one, Aaron Jones put up a respectable 14. Um, his wide receiver is kind of lacking, Jamar Chase only 10, Deontay Johnson 3.2. He had a catch in the back of the end zone, but his foot was out so it didn't count. Tight end Tyler Higby. I don't know where this guy's coming from. It seems that Matt Stafford only likes Cup or Higby, so that's a good pickup by Mesh. Did he draft him? Yeah, 136. So guess what was that? 14th round? That's a value pickup I've ever seen one. Meshi's flex, James Robinson. He also got affected by that Jacksonville game in Philly where it was raining. Only put up three. And Meshi's kicker and defense put up a combined 16 to my nine. So he, he won that matchup. Um, always good to win the kicker and defense matchup and also get the win. On my bench, Damon Pierce, another 25-point game. I got to start him this week. Uh, I have a very healthy bench, and that, that's a good problem to have, but I got to start. I got to put on my GM cap and start figuring it out. Meshi also had Miles Sanders on his bench, and he put up 30, but Meshi still put up 111. Good win, Mesh. He moves to 4-0 and and still the one seed, and I moved down to 2-2. Two two. Next matchup we have... Angelo, or we have um, AA Ron Trip Monster, Andrew Yurish visiting Angelo Martinez. Angelo, this is a, I think this is the highest score in game of the week. Yes, by both teams, both cracked 125. Looking at Angelo's side, Jared Goff, he picked him up off waivers after Plano dropped him last week, and Goff rewarded him with 34 points. King Henry came alive with 23 points for Angelo. Jeff Wilson, another 13. So that's good production from your running backs. Wide receivers are kind of shoddy. Wow, Yurish's wide receivers went ham. Yo, Yurish's team went ham. Uh, Angel's tight end, Kelsey, with a 19.7. That, that might be his first, like, the tight end one. Okay, never mind. He put up 23 week one. Uh, yeah, Kelsey's just Travis Kelsey. Yeah. When did Angel take him? End of the second round, because he had the wraparound. So that was his second pick. Because he was first overall, and he took Henry, so... I guess it's a good spot to take him. His flex, Kareem Hunt, 7.8. Looking, Angelo won this game because of a defensive kicker. San Francisco defense put up 22, and that was capped off by that pick six where they were doing a uh, like a wide receiver screen kind of play. This happened on Monday Night Football, and uh, Stafford looked, he looked, he didn't even he took the ball, hiked it. Cup was on the right side of the field on the outside receiver. Didn't even like look at anyone else on the field. No other defenders threw it right to him. The the corner dead ass. If you go back and look at this, the corner did not even like look at Stafford. He literally ran to the spot. 
ball was in his hand and he just ran like he he like juggled the ball because he couldn't believe that like the ball actually landed in his in his hand and he just took off and like like wait why is Angelo bugging about the defense and then like I saw he had them I'm like wow that's kind of crazy um so he got 31 total from his kicker and defense and Yurish only got three points total so that that's a difference of 28 points and Angelo won by 16 so that's gonna do it other than that, Yurish's team was healthy. 16 from Rodgers, which is all right. That was a weird game in New England. Uh, actually, at home, but playing New England. But it was the four. It was like the game of the week aids. So you never know what's going to happen there. Yurish had really good production. He had both of his running backs put up 20. Both of his wide receivers put up 20. His tight end put up 12. His flex only put up three, and his flex was Devonta Smith. He was also in that, that rainy game in uh, Philadelphia. It just it ruined a lot of people. But I'm sure Jalen Hurts didn't get affected. Let me scroll over to James real quick. Actually, Jalen Hurts did, but I'll get to that. Uh, Mike Evans had two touchdowns for Yurish. Tyreek Hill had a lot of yards, a lot of uh, receptions. CEH, two touchdowns. McCaffrey, a touchdown. Wait, McCaffrey had nine catches for 81 yards. And uh, I'm sorry, James, about that prop parlay. Uh, James... <laughs> um, yeah, I'll just say James had a parlay, even though he's not gonna like this. It was like an eight-leg parlay, and it was all props, and they all hit except for McCaffrey over 40 rushing yards, and uh, didn't hit because McCaffrey only had 27. I'm sorry, James. You'll hit one next week, believe me. Uh, but this is a good one for Angelo. Uh, he won 140.82 to 126.74. Next matchup of the week, we have Mike Polino visiting Thunderstruck John Fenty, aka the Commish. Looking at it first glance, he started two Jets running backs, which I said last week was going to be a little sketchy. But he got 18 points combined out of them, which is not terrible. I mean, considering Mike's running backs only put up uh, 24, so I mean, not that big a, a difference. Both quarterbacks were about even. The difference was 0.7 points. Fenty had Kyler Murray had 22.88, and Mike had Herbert go for 22.1. Looks like Fenty won this matchup at the wide receiver position. Cup, 14 for 122. It's just unbelievable. And Devontae had 16 points. Looking at Mike's wide receivers of A.J. Brown. Put up a respectable 12 for a terrible, once again, that rainy game in Philly. And D.J. Moore had 9.1. He's still sticking with D.J. Moore, even though he's playing with Baker. So Fenty had 36 total points from his wide receiver. Mike had 21. Difference of 15. Fenty won by 9. So Mike's got to have a talk with his wide receivers. Mike's flex position, Chris Olave. Ah, man, Mike really, that's a really good pickup. I was so pissed when Mike took him in the draft because he was someone that I knew would, would step up in this offense. Um, defensive kicker battle. Mike actually won by a score of 19-12. to 12. Uh, Tucker, of course, another 11. He's Justin Tucker. He's only ranked 8, but he's been consistent. Eh, 6, 10, 8, 11, but he's still Tucker. I'd love him. But this moves Mike to 0 and 4, and this moves Mr. John Fenty. Hold on, I'm sorry, let me pull it up real quick. I don't have it open. You get the standings going. John Fenty is now also 2 and 2 with me. Uh, I didn't say the records for Angelo and Yurish. The loss for Yurish moves him to 1 and 3, and the win for Angelo moves him to also 2 and 2. So me, Fenty, and Angelo are the three 2 and 2 teams in the league so far. Moving on to the next matchup, we have the Battle of the Knicks. Nick, uh, Nasty Nick 1103 was visiting Florida Nick. This is just an ugly game. This might have been like, 
this is like a London game. This is like a five years ago of like Jaguars playing like the Browns in London. Maybe the score was seventy-five to sixty-four. I mean, uh, Decisio only had one player on his team go over eleven points, and that's because Jahan Dotson got a touch or go over ten points. That's because Dotson had a touchdown. I think he was ruled out for the game after he got the touchdown concussion. Concussion, I think. Dotson only had three catches for 43 yards, but he got the money ball, the money catch, the touchdown for six. Um, I mean, Nick's running backs total put up 10 points. Oh, we had Javante who tore his ACL and LCL. Didn't even know there was an LCL. Um, I think they just keep on making up, like, they just keep on adding, like, letters on top of ML in, like, the knee. They have the MCL, the ACL, the LCL, maybe, like, the ZCL is going to come out soon. But who knows? I mean, Nasty Knicks wide receivers put up a total of six points. Uh, his running backs put up 12. I mean, any other, any other like team playing these two, they would have won, but it was just an ugly week. Nick, the Mondello had Rashad Penny on the bench with 29 points, so I'm sure he was probably scared at some point. Oh, wait, Jonathan Taylor got knocked out of the game last week for uh, Mondello. He only finished with 2.8 points. I think he got knocked out of the game. Um, not good for him. But Indy had a tough time playing the uh, the Titans last week. Titans were ready to play. Mark Andrews only had 2.5. Lamar, uh, I don't know if you guys saw that highlight where it was like a third down and Lamar like got out of the got out of the way and like Mark Andrews like mossed his receiver like by the uh, first down yard line but he like tipped it up to Duvernay so Andrews got robbed there um I think this might be Andrews first bad week yeah, he had 7.7 week one which is still good but he had before this week he had back-to-back 20 point games so I mean you gotta expect you can't be expecting 20 points every week there especially since they played a good team in the Bills but um I think yeah Nick won this Really, his the flex matchup. So Nick had T. Higgins going, and he put up 25 points. And Nick's Decisio's uh, flex had was Juju, and he put up seven. Difference of 17. Mandela won by 11, so that's where the game was won there. Decisio actually won the kicker and defense battle, 17 to seven. So I, <laughs> 17 out of Decisio's 64 points are from his defense and kicker. That's that's just not good. That that's not gonna win it in this league. Um. Nick's got to pick it off. Kittle's really just not the same person. I don't know why. When did he take Kittle? Kittle's the 45th ranked tight end. Uh, he didn't play the first two weeks, but he, he's just a blocker in that offense. He's just not utilized like he was a few years ago when they made the Super Bowl, where he would just like pretend he was blocking and then go out like on a seam route and he would just like get chunks of yardage. And a lot of touchdowns that year, too. I forgot exactly what year. I'm actually going to look it up now because I need to see it. George Kittle stats. What year was he? Yeah, I was right. It was 2019 when they made the Super Bowl. He had 85 catches and 1,000 yards. Wow, he's even better the year before. He had 88 catches for 1,300 yards. So, but I guess even last year he had 70 catches for 900 yards and six touchdowns. Um, but. A questionable pick, and he hasn't done anything yet this year. The win for Mandela moves him to three and one, and Florida Nick goes stays in the basement of the league at zero and four with only how many points scored? Uh, give me a second. Three hundred eighteen through four games. 
That's not good, Nick. You gotta pick it up fast. I wouldn't want to be in that locker room. On to the next matchup of the week. We have the rematch of the championship game last year. Glipflop, Mr. James Brady visiting Turbos Titans, Kieran Corrigan. This is a definitely a, a battle of the juggernauts. Um, James's running backs are just crazy. I mean, they just keep putting up 20 a week. He has the number one and number two running back, and uh, Chubb is one and Saquon's two. They, they put up a combined 38, and then James, of course, his wide receivers. Brandon Cooks finally showed up this year. 15 points, 7 for 57, and a touchdown. Did he fumble? And Jay Jettas with a nice 27 points in that London game. So James, he was going into the 1 p.m. games with 27 points. And uh, he also had all of his team going at 1 p.m. So he was kind of sketched about that. But the thing that killed James the most, or he was kind of pissed about, was uh, Eckler finally decided to show up this year. Put up 31 points. He had three touchdowns. And it, it hurts because James has had him like the past three years. That's like kind of fucked. But it happens. Jalen Hurts did not do much this week because of that, once again, the rain game in Philadelphia. You know, he had 16 points. No passing touchdowns, but of course the rushing touchdown. Uh, Russell Wilson finally had his best game of the year. 237 yards, three total touchdowns for 27 points. Uh, let's see, defensive kicker. I think that might have won him the matchup. So that's uh, 23 points for James, and that's 12 and a half for Kieran. That's not a, that's a 10 point difference. Nine and a half, and James won by 11, or I'm sorry, 14. So also could be the wide receivers too, because Kieran's uh, Michael Pittman for Kieran only put up 4.6. And Sutton put up 13.7. Kind of tough. Uh, Kieran's uh, running back two, Cordell Patterson, put up 10 points. But I think he's he's on the IR now for about five, four weeks, I think, the IR is. I don't know, but I got the uh, backup Algier, or how do you say his name. So maybe he starts popping off. But this win moves. This win knocks Kieran out of the undefeated teams and moves him down to 3-1 along with uh, James also moves to 3-1. and one, And James has an outstanding... Standing points for let me pull it up real quick a whopping 508 points through four games he might he's the only person so far to top 100 in every game so keep on keeping on james his points against is pretty high too 454 that's good for like uh i think fourth highest in the league and then off we go to our last matchup of week four I'm sorry. Yeah, I discussed Mike and Fenty already. Yep, on to the last matchup. Mr. Adam Ali, Cash Masadi, playing against John Polino. Adam's team really showed out this week, and that was help. That was aided by the tight end and flex. His tight end, D, uh, TJ Hawkinson, with 36.9 points in that shootout against the Seahawks. And Josh Jacobs finally came alive with 33 points on 144 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, five receptions, and 31 yards. So Adam was sitting fat because of that. Then he also had Debo go on Monday night just to keep on uh, adding on to his points four. He already had the game won by then. Um, but Debo had that crazy like catch and run for a touchdown where he just like juked out the whole like uh, Ravens defense. Debo's just insane like that. John had Josh Allen going against the Ravens, put up 23. Wow, they're running. Their quarterbacks basically match each other. Difference of 0.16. Adam had Pat Mahomes going for him. 
Leonard Fournette had negative three rushing yards, but finished with 14, almost 15 total points. Pretty crazy. Uh, John's running back two problem is an issue. He started Craig Reynolds on the Lions. Uh, that's the backup backup because, well, I guess Swift is out. So it technically was the backup for this week, but he started the year third on the depth chart. That's not good because Jamal Williams still went off. Uh, yeah, John, John's having some issues. I mean, I keep on asking him for digs. I have some running backs, but he's like, oh, I'm not going to give up digs for a wide receiver and a running back. Why are you crazy? He's part of the stack. I'm like, all right, so keep on starting your bums at, at running back two then. Um, and you're starting Curtis Sam. Actually, I, should take, I shouldn't say that. Because Curtis Sam has been solid, I think. Yeah, he's been all right. Curtis Sam has been pretty solid. Uh, but John just lives and dies by the stack. You know, I mean, if, if Josh Allen's not throwing a touchdown to digs, he's really got issues. <clears throat> John also had Mike Williams go for 16 and a half points. John actually, actually they had they went they were even on the wide receiver battle. Um, Adam took him on the running back battle, but yeah, at, like I said, Adam won this game from the tight end and the flex spot. John's defense and kicker combined for 21 points. Adam's defense and kicker combined for nine total difference of 14. But Adam won this game by 54 points. Adam put up 152.6 to John Polino's 98. Point five two. Um, is one fifty two the highest score of the year so far? Give me a second. Give me a second. Two one fifty two. I have uh, I had the highest in week three. Week two, John Plano the highest with one forty two. Week one, James had the highest from 149. Yeah, so Adam right now is the highest point total of the year with 152.46. That sets the bar so far. So good shit, Adam. This moves Adam to, I want to say, 3 and 1. Yep, Adam's 3 and 1 looking healthy. A healthy 3 and 1. Let's see his points for. 464, that's healthy, and his points against a 387. He's got, he's got a good offense, he's got a good defense, he's got a good team name. Everything's looking up for Adam. You know, that's uh, pretty solid. So, good shit, Adam. Uh, that's it for the recap of week four. Looking around the league, some league headlines. Uh, Meshi 4-0, like I said. The prison guards are no joke. Believe me, he's a perfect 3-0 on the road, so they, they travel well. And that means he has a lot more home games. So, I mean... It's scary when he's going on the road and still holding people to these numbers. When he's at home, he might he might start setting records for least amount of points scored per week. He, he might just he, he might he may go undefeated at this rate with, with the amount of defense he's been playing. Someone's gonna have to beat the crap out of the guards and just like someone's gonna have to drop one fifty on Meshi one week to break uh to break this up. Mike, Polino, and Desisio are both zero four. I asked both of them to be on the podcast last week. But they both denied interviews because they're scared. I don't know why. I would think it would help them out. Maybe like they would see their players like it would see that their GM is ready is like willing to talk about the team and he's not down in the dumps like the like the rest of the team. But you know they, they just got to show something that they they care and that they got to show something to the players that but the players are just they're not responding because the GMs don't care. Like I said before, James uh, had 500 PF. He's the first one there. He's kind of like the uh, he's kind of like a juggernaut in uh, I want to say Halo. It was Halo Three, maybe. That's what James is looking like. I mean, he's just a tough go like every week, giving like uh, like Miami Hurricanes vibes. He's got like stacked. 
it's like two deep at every position, two, three deep at every position. He's got DeAndre Hopkins coming off uh, suspension in week six. Not, I don't think he'll do much. He's just a name, I believe, but it, he's still definitely better than most of the wide receivers out there. He's good to have on the bench. Trade starting to trickle in. I don't know if this happened to anyone else, but I've talked to Angelo about this and other people. And DeCicio, he'll he'll like send a trade and then like delete it like two seconds afterwards. Like I'll like wake up sometimes and he'll send a trade like two in the morning. He says like Florida Nick sends a, sends a trade and then he like withdraws a trade like right away. It's like I get the, the goddamn like email notification and the fancy notifications like Nick, stop doing that. If you want to trade, text the person first before you start sending shit out. But the trade was Nick. I don't know why I did this. He sent Jerry Judy and Gerald Everett to Fenty in return for Romeo Dubes and J.K. Dobbins. Um, Dubes seems to have a repertoire developing with Rodgers. But J.K. Dobbins, I mean, that's weird because every time the Ravens are on the goal line, either Lamar rushes it in or he throws it to Mark Andrews. So, I don't know. Another interesting thing. Might as well get the standings. Um, every possible record that can be had is currently there in the standings. So Meshi's four and zero. We have four three and one teams, three two and two teams, two one and three teams, and two zero oh and four teams. So that's uh, it's aesthetic aesthetically pleasing so far. The Polinos, of course, are leading the way so far with moves. Uh, John has fifteen. Mike has thirteen. They're active GMs, but they're just not producing on the field. So, I mean, you really can't fault the GM here. You, they just, they're doing everything they can. But it seems that Mike's putting up points, but his defense sucks, and John doesn't put up points. So, it's like Mike needs a defensive coordinator. John needs an offensive coordinator. Maybe they should just, like, combine their team into, like, the ultimate Polino team. That might be pretty funny. Also, look at the home, home and away splits. John is tied with his... His brother for the worst record. John is tied for the worst away split with his brother at, uh, oh no, what is happening? All right, never mind, we're good. I thought I was looping the song and it was going over my recording. Um, never mind, we're good. Sorry, just a technical error. What was I saying? All right, so the away splits. So John and Mike are both 0-3 away. I'm lying. I'm very lying. Well, oh, never mind. John's 0-3 at home. And so is DeCicio. And Mike has the worst away split at, he's 0-3. So I guess he's getting all those away losses out of the way. He's going to have a lot more games at home. But John is 0-3 and so is Asisio. They're going to start throwing tomatoes at them soon. <clears throat> um, another thing that happened in the league was like, there were like 9 1 p.m. games. So like everyone had like a lot of players going. I had a lot of teams going. James did. Uh, it was just, you never want your whole team going at 1 p.m. because you're scared you're not going to break 100. And we're going to finish off the recap of the Fantasy League headlines with the Him Award. It's either between the 49ers defense for Angelo or Hawkinson for Adam, but I'm going to go with the 49ers defense because they also won their actual game with the pick six, and they finished with 20 points. Let's see exactly what they did. 7 to 13 points allowed, uh, one interception, a fumble recovery, seven sacks, a pick six, and 200 to 299 total yards for a total of 22 points. And they were definitely a catalyst for Angelo to win last week. So the, the this is the first defense to receive the him award of the year. Looking at the actual NFL, the Giants are 3-1. and one. 
Giants are three and one going to London playing the Packers. It's possible they could win. I mean, they they keep they keep on surprising me, but it seems like the Packers are definitely a better team. But I mean, we've been doing good against wide receivers. Um, maybe maybe we pull it out. I don't know. We got a juicy Bills and Dolphins game next week. They're both three and one. Two is obviously not playing. Um, should be a good game though. Definitely should be a good game. The two favorites to win the AFC East. The Jets came back and won in Pittsburgh after the Steelers put in Kenny Pickett at ha- after halftime because Trubisky sucks. I mean, we all know this is going to happen, but we didn't expect in the middle of a game. Trubisky had two rushing touchdowns, but three interceptions. Uh, his hands aren't too small to carry the ball, but his hands are too small to throw the ball. Go figure. They also ruined a my parlay. They were the only loss I had. And it broke my personal rule of never putting in a Jets and Giants game. So I got to remind myself next time I make a parlay, don't put in the Jets or Giants. Looking at the NFC West, everyone's 2-2, two and two, even though I believe, I think the 49ers are probably the favorites now. I mean, the, the Rams look kind of like, the 49ers, like, they beat them down at home. I didn't beat them down, but they, like, really controlled them all game. Uh, I mean, 49ers looking pretty hot. I mean, I just don't like the Cardinals. Seahawks aren't going to do shit, so it's really, I think the 49ers got it. And, uh, one last thing, Brady divorce. What is that? He should have just stayed retired, now he's got to, I mean, I don't know why he just didn't stay retired. I mean, he, yeah, he left on a loss, I mean, but I don't think this team this year is going to do anything when the Super Bowl I mean, it'd be crazy if they did. He'd get eight, but I mean, already seven is crazy. But I, I don't know. I, if I was him, I would have retired after last year. Uh, Bruce Arians left. Uh, but this is also, I think they have Godwin for this year only because I think he's going to like want some crazy money after this and uh, a bunch of the people on defense too. But we'll see. And uh, some big injuries also. Oh, I forgot to add this in. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is out for the game tonight. Javante Williams, like I mentioned earlier, is done for the year. And the IR teams are starting to pile up. It's getting to that time of the year. The weather's starting to get colder. going to be a lot more injuries. And uh, it's probably the best time for football, though. But that's all I have. Appreciate you guys for listening. And I hope you guys enjoy the interview. See you guys next week. Cheers. In three. All righty. I'd like to end. Uh, say hello to the fourth guest, I think, because this is the fifth podcast and we missed a week last week because no one wants to be on. Fuck you, Decisio, you you bitch. Um, so I'd like to say hello to Angelo Martinez. How are you doing today, Angelo? Yeah, it's good, Mark. How are we doing? So uh, two and two right now, huh? Yeah, no, I'm feeling it. You know, honestly, uh, I haven't been paying too, too, too much attention like I usually do compared to every year, but you know, this week I actually got to sit down and watch some games and, you know, like I ever, like nobody, everybody was against me making my pick. I stuck with my pick. I'm confident still with my pick, my number one pick D Henry doing work. He's going to lead it. Just, just watch. All right. We'll get into that a little bit later, but so who'd you play this past week? Uh, Mr. Yurish. Yeah, we played Yurish. That was a, I love playing Yurish. It was, it's always a fun game when we play both of them, both of us. 100%. So the score was, let's, wow, you put up, oh, wow, you put, oh my God, wait, Adam put up 150. 
Oh. Why is my app not loading? Oh, Met, by the way, I know we're going to get into Mets later, but Met, Lindor and Nemo just homered in the second game. Okay. So yeah, I put up 140 against Urish. Wow. Who, who showed it? Wow. So, wait. So, did you pick up Jared Goff this week? Because Mike sold him last week. Uh, yeah, I picked up Jared Goff off waivers. I know that for a fact. Um, I picked him up Thursday, September 29th. So, um, yeah, last week. So, was he who, – who'd you start the week before then, before Jared Goff? Gave I think I started Jimmy. Yeah, I could go back. See, I'm telling you, I haven't been paying too much attention. I'm not even kidding. Uh, I pay, I started Tua. So, I was like – that was the oh. quarterback. That was one thing I was having a problem. My quarterback issue. I had a major quarterback issue because of Dak. Well, yeah, Dak. So, like, um, this – I had to, you know, I had to, like, scurry around, get a quarterback, then Tua got fucking destroyed. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck am I going to do? And then I saw Goff there. And then I think someone was ahead of me in the waiver wire. I'm pretty sure I was second or maybe even third. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to put in my claim for Goff anyway. Because I think uh, DeCicio might have been in there. And or probably, honestly, DeCicio and Mike. And they both didn't need a quarterback. Or only one of them might have needed a quarterback. And they didn't take him. Yeah, Mike must have dropped. Like, he must have dropped him. And I picked him. And so DeCicio was the only one ahead of me. And he had Derek Carr. And he trusted in him. So I'm I'm kind of happy too because I was like, "Fuck it!" If he drops Derek Carr, I'm gonna like pick him up, and I'm, now I'm kind of happy because I feel like golf is gonna be back to like his old throwing self. Even if the Lions lose, he's gonna throw for a lot of yardage and a lot of touchdowns. So we'll see. Um, definitely healthy. Yo, McNeil just had a solo home run now too. We're up three nothing. Let's fucking go. So we're looking at Yersh's team looks very good up until the all elusive defense and kicker where you beat him. I. <laughs> 28 fucking points. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm just seeing this for the first time myself. Wow. You beat him by 28 points in defense and kicker. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, That's 49ers hard. defense, too. Very, very clutch. Wait, I feel wait. like they are going to be. What happened? Okay. So you had 49ers defense and Jeff Wilson. Yes. So what were you down coming into yesterday? 21.94. I only know that because I actually uh, oh, looked at it at work. 21? Holy shit. I thought, you were, I thought you were down by only like 10. Oh, that's... No, I was. I actually went to bed and I was only... And I was up by like... like Oh, because like, CH, CH had like that touchdown. Yes, yes. Oh, and I was like... Right. I woke up and I was like, what the fuck? I'm down by so many. And I actually like... I didn't think it was going to... Like, I thought it was going to be super close and it was. And then yeah. the 49ers <laughs> pick six. Yeah, that picture is crazy. Stafford didn't. Stafford literally snapped the ball. He's like, "I'm passing to Cooper Cup here." Corner didn't even look at Stafford's eyes. He just ran to the spot and he's like, "Yeah, this ball's mine." Yeah, I didn't. I, I saw your text in the chat and I was like, "I have to go look back at this because I actually wasn't watching the game at that point." And I was like, "Oh shit!" He actually just no, completely was like, "Fuck it, I'm, I'm jumping." And he's like, "I'm running to the spot because that's where the ball's going." Now he was right. Um, only downside for your team's chess week is Amari. You you keep on starting him when he does shit, sitting him when he does good. You're gonna have to have a talk with him about that. Yeah, I know it's and it's difficult because I got Woods coming out of like the woodwork now, and then but Corey Davis, man, Corey Davis might be earning the start, man. He's looking at like the number one in New York, even though Zach Wilson's been pretty good about getting everybody the ball. Every, honestly, if you have a jet right now, you are doing well. Shout out to Fenty, yo, I'm jealous right now. You got Brees Hall and Carter. Yep. He's starting both Jets running backs, though. Uh, uh, dude, I'm telling you, but they're both so versatile, and they can 
like with the catch, they both are catchers and they're runners. So like, I I admire Fenty with the both the start. I I have um Carter in another league. I have Brees Hall in another league. So like the Jets players are good. I have Conklin in another league too. He's a great tight end. And even Zach Wilson, like I know it's his only his first game. He played Pittsburgh. They're not that good of a defense, but he put up freaking. I think he was like eighteen or nineteen points. I mean, for his first start back, I mean, it's pretty. It's it's a lot better than a lot of these other quarterbacks like Derek Carr. So no offense to Cicero, but he's the only one that's popping up in my head that's really bad right now. So I'm looking back the past few years, uh, your matchups against Yurish, you have beaten him. Let's see. So then you would have played him again this time. Uh, that'd be a week two. So you've beaten Yurish. So you beat him this year. And are you going to play him again this year? Uh, I think I do no. actually play him again. Let me see. Hold on. No, um, he's your double. Oh, no. Yeah, no. He's not your double because this is week four. Um, so you've, you've played Yurish this year once. In 2021, once you beat him by five last year. 2020, you played him twice actually. In week two, you played him and you beat him 100 to 75. And then week 13, the final week of the regular season, you also beat him again 120 to 115. And I remember that was for a playoff spot too. And guess what? And that and that's the famous video I always send. That's when Aaron Jones oh, literally ran me into the, oh, yeah, the I'm playoffs. Checking, checking the box score real quick. Yep, Aaron Jones 25.3. Yo, it was literally the sick run ever he fucking bounced he, yeah, it's, a, yeah, yeah. it's a literally a halfback counter yeah. bounces to the, the left Eagles? and it's just like slow motion the whole time like oh oh forward oh step back forward again step yeah. back forward oh my God. that was the that was against the Eagles right yes it was against the Eagles okay, Packers yeah, Eagles that's yep that's the game wow so you've been uh, on a four game winning streak against Yurish I can go back to 2018 we're not going to look at 2019 that was a fake year that was a fake news year <laughs> No one knows who won that week, who lost that week. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> um, just give, bear with me real quick. I'm trying to – I'm seeing for 20, 2018. Let's see. Oh, let's see. What was your name then? You were – I remember. Well, remember was without liberty and money, so that's what I'll look for. You were – you were in the league this year. Cashman, Joel, Jolton Jitmaster. That's when you were garbage. <laughs> Let's see, even in your garbage year, could you beat Yurish? I'm sorry. Bear with me, everyone on the pod. Without liberty and money. Hold on. Give me a second. Give me a second. No worries. Nope. He, he smoked you that year by 50. So, so but you're oh, on a pretty so against Yurish. Um, it seems to be that you just keep on beating him, and Yurish can't do anything to stop it. He's going to have to figure it out next year because you already beat him this year. Oh, or maybe playoffs, man. I, I wouldn't mind playing. Play? Maybe, maybe, playoffs, maybe the playoffs. Man. Maybe the playoffs. <clears throat> um so looking ahead at the upcoming week um I'll, I'll yeah we'll scroll over that for now um i i've looked at this because sometimes when i'm bored i just like scroll through the app and i just like look at different teams and i look at the history when i'm bored especially during lunchtime it's just it's just what you got to do as a as a good podcaster of a fan <laughs> uh, i've noticed that you've either made the playoffs or you made the chip in like every year in fenty's league um is, is there some secret sauce behind that? I mean, what's the what, what are you telling your team every week that that makes them either go boom or bust? Honestly, I feel like it's just like I I don't know. Like I've always loved football. We've always, like you know football's always been a part of me, and like be, being the fan that I am, especially because I literally have no championships in any of my sports. But you know, I'm a diehard Jeff fan to the end. I will never change my team. I don't care unless they fucking all name. Everybody fucking knows that. So I 
I feel like it's always made me dedicated to like being actually like caring about, I, I look at players differently than everybody else. Everybody looks at them through numbers and like stats, but I look at football players for like being a football player. And that's why I took Derrick Henry over Jonathan Taylor because not, no offense to Jonathan Taylor, but like Derrick Henry's for my, like, like my opinion is a fucking ground and pound. I'm going to fucking get 20 attempts a game. And all I need is like three or four attempts. And I know I'm going to get 20, 25 yards. I know I'm going to get at least one touchdown. So I look at Derrick Henry. I look at these players. And I'm like, how are they going to actually perform on the field? Not what the fuck ESPN saying or what, how many fucking yards they had last year or whatever. Like I'm looking at a player like that's why I believed in um, Amari Cooper. I'm like, yo, I know he's been hurt, but like he's tr- changing atmospheres. It's a different, different atmosphere. It's non Dallas where it's, the pressure's more on. I feel like Dallas is almost like a New York city in a way, especially with football because you got Jerry Jones, you got everything yeah, yeah, going on. Right now. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it, like as a wide receiver, like you fucking fucked up, like, Everybody like it's just like it's so much like it's it's not like you're playing in like in in it's not like you're playing for the o- Oakland Athletics and then you're playing for the Yankees. It's just like it's so different. So Amari Cooper, you know Robert Woods, he's still got some time. The wide receivers and that's what I have on my team. That's that's the and that's a good problem in my opinion. I have to deal with like which wide receivers am I gonna put down? Because like if I can deal with my running backs, which I have the handcuff, thank God. You know everybody, shout out to all the fantasy owners that went after their handcuffs early in the draft. Shout out to the guys that went after other people's handcuffs because you know that'll hurt another team. I respect that. I have nothing against that. Fuck them. Um, So that's how, you know, that's how I've been going about. That's, that's how I stay, stay in the playoffs. I think it's only one year that I got really destroyed. So. Um, Yeah. Like you were saying before, it's always a, it's a problem with someone you have too many players and you don't know which one to get, but it's a good problem. You always want to have good problems and not bad problems. Exactly. Uh, wait, do you have Hillard or Hilliard, the backup? Yeah. Oh, you do have But he him. hasn't really been doing anything. Yeah, but, I mean, I feel like if Henry were to go down, it's not like Hillard would, like – they'd probably pass him more often. Uh, but Hillard's not the guy that he's – he's just not 6'5", 250. He just can't play – they can't play the same way. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, no, of course. The offense would completely develop into a whole different other offense and – you know, then I, you know, kind of Robert Woods would get a little bit more of the yeah. look, and it would yeah, benefit right. him. So, right. like, it kind of, it like, it won't bother me too much with that. Mm-hmm. It's more my my main concern was Mitchell because I knew Mitchell was injury prone. I have my friend at my work, big 49ers. I have two friends at work that are 49ers friends, both from um, West Coast. And now Mitchell, you know, honestly, you know, I'm fucked up. I kind of hope Mitchell just stays her because Jefferson Jr. does a good job. But you know what? Well, Mitchell comes back, so we'll see. Yeah, Jeff Wilson. By the way, trying to move Kareem Hunt. Anyone that wants Kareem Hunt, uh, he's available. Um, you're right. I took Elijah in another league, but I didn't take I didn't take Jeff Wilson. I'm a fucking idiot. I knew when I drafted him, I would he was going to get hurt. I don't know why this guy does this every year. He just gets hurt all the time. I, I don't you know. It's actually it's so funny. It's because of ever since they played the Jets on MetLife Stadium, and he fucking got – just Raheem Mostert went down. There was, like, five 49ers that went down that game. Oh, yeah, I, um, I think it was, like, two years ago. Yeah. Um, it's been, like, at that whole – like, it's, it's like, Mitchell's been, like, not the same since then. Same thing with, like, Ayuk. I, so, I don't take Ayuk in leagues. I don't, I don't trust him anymore. It's Debo's fucking turf. It's just – Yeah, it's no, just plain yeah, So, yeah. you know, the, I had I had Ayuk the year I, I think uh, I went to the – actually, I don't know. Maybe it was – I don't know. You have to check on that. I feel like I had Ayuk the year I was uh, – it was the year I went to the playoffs when I was like – it was 2019, the one that was uh, – the, the point system one. 
Um, that's actually funny. I was the best team during the points system. I think that's so funny. No, yours. But whatever. Oh, yours was? Yours would have won the chip that year if it wasn't for the point system. Damn, yours. You're saying best team, like, uh, like seed record. Yeah, that's what I'm at seed wise. I think it was like 10 and four. 10 and three. 10 and three. Yeah. But that just goes to show that shit don't matter. I, I look at fantasy too like that too. I'm I'm not all about, all about like getting in first place. I'm like, at, look at it week by week. Just like, just try and get as as just a, you just gotta get in the playoffs. Who cares who you play? No, yeah, you're right. Who cares? Because and nothing. You you know what? Guess what? They could have a great fucking team, and then their best player is playing in 15 degrees yeah. with a with the wind chill at five and it's snowing and they fucking have a wide receiver. So guess what? That wide receiver is dog shit now. Actually, you were you so, were you were the one seed that year because you had the most points. You the only two ten and three teams that year were you and Burroughs, and you had more points than Burroughs. So you were the one seed that year. Yeah, and then I got destroyed in the first game. <laughs> week team one, yeah, you got, you got sunned. Um, yeah, because it shows you they came in eighth, but whatever. Fucking Polino came in <laughs> according to the this we're not gonna talk about this anymore. Um <laughs> So looking ahead to week five. So it's crazy. We're already in October. Four weeks down. It's uh, what we got. 13 more regular season games in the NFL. 10 more in fantasy. It's uh, it seems like there's a lot left. But before you know it, it's going to be January and it's going to be the uh, fantasy playoffs. So we're, we're me and you are both two and two right now. We got a big matchup this week. I'm traveling to. Your home, which you were two and zero this year, and you were zero and two on the road, so you're starting to protect the house. What am I on the road this year? I think I might be split. Even motherfucker, I'm on the wrong fucking league. Give me a second. Our line, by the way, is point uh, two. Um, as of now, that's uh. So yeah, I'm one and one at home, one and one away, visiting you. What you feel about this week? You know, I I do I you know I don't like you know I don't believe in any fucking luck or any of that shit. Like it's whatever happens happens, you know. But I feel like if there's one thing true with fantasy, it does benefit the team that has players in the last fucking game of the weekend. I don't know why it's like it's just mm-hmm. like it's a thing. I feel like almost like seventy five to eighty percent of teams win when they have at least one to two players in the final game. The other team doesn't have as many. So, you know, I have Travis Kelsey Monday night. Um, we're playing Vegas. I feel like the Chiefs are going to – it's going to be – I feel like maybe Derek Carr comes out and it's actually like a bloodbath. But if it's going to be like that, it's just going to be a throwing bloodbath. So, we'll see. Um, Lamar Jackson, he's been fucking amazing. I've been watching his highlights. He's been fucking great. Um, Cincinnati, I don't know. I don't think Cincinnati is that good of a team. We'll see. I haven't really spent too much time at Houston, so I can't really make a comment on that. Dalvin Cook, I'll be honest with you, overrated. I think I think Minnesota is just an overrated overall team, yeah. and they underperform. Chicago, they'll give Chicago a reason to uh, play good, but who knows? You know, they're playing at home, so they always do have the benefit of the doubt. CeeDee Lamb, I have him in the league, so I'm going to be rooting for him. Kirk, you know, it, like I said, Jacksonville, I, I, haven't, I haven't really paid too much attention to that. Or, you know, Pitts. Atlanta, I don't really, you know, they're playing in Tampa. You know, Brady's pissed off. He got fucked. He's dealing with the fucking divorce now. He's fucking got all these memes online. I've been watching. Oh, yeah, Tom got lost his family for fucking for what? To be like 
basically throwing like worse QBR than Geno Smith. Not that that fucking matters. You know, guys, like I said earlier in the podcast, don't give a shit about ESPN stats, just saying shit. But so I don't know. That might not, that might be a shit show for Pitts, but who knows? Lazard playing the Giants. Giants have been a good team. I have to shout out to the Giants. Mm. They've been the better team. Three and one. I heard Jones is hurt though. I have no idea, but I, I shout out to your coaching staff. I think you guys have a great coaching staff and they're making players that really are just mediocre or just rookies and stuff. And they're coaching them out to be a great um, team. So I think, I think the Jets staff should take a little bit, at least the offensive coordinator should take a little bit of notes from the Giants staff when it comes to that. But, you know, shout out to our head coach, the Jets coach. I never say your fucking name, right? But sale, whatever the fuck your name is. Um, but who knows? Rams D. Against I'm, Dallas, I'm dropping them and Rams kicker. So who knows? I'm dropping Rams D right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we need to put there. <laughs> fucking someone on the waivers. I don't fucking know. Um, but um, no, what do you what do you think about what do you think? Well, the Lazard, uh, the Lazard's playing the Giants in London, so there's gonna be a lot of aids there. So <laughs> I'm sure something. I just realized it is in London. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my team, they just go as Lamar goes. The Ravens are 2-2. Two and two, I'm 2-2. Two and two. They did no one on my team decided to do anything last week. I, maybe the prison guards decided to beat me up a little too much. But I'm glad I got that out of the way. I don't have to play Meshi again. I'll just take that all on the chin. It's, uh, I don't know. It's uh, Everyone's been consistent. Dalvin needs to really be a running back one. Pierce, Pierce worked his way into the lineup after back-to-back 25-point weeks on my bench. I don't know. Damn, that's fucking rough. Yeah, I wouldn't have beat Meshi last week if I started him anyway. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I have an issue. I don't know who started Flex, though. Bateman, Gibson, uh, the Falcons backup, he might be getting good reps, but they're playing the Bucs, so probably not. I mean, I might have to start playing Tanyan over Kyle Pitts. (laughs) I mean, it is an issue. I have an issue. But uh, what's your prediction on our matchup? I think it will come down to the Kelsey game. Oh boy, that's not good. I think I think I could easily see you up by a good like seventeen to twenty-two points. But if Kelsey just had, like I said, if they have that fucking 35-42 game or whatever, mm. like, and Kelsey scores a touchdown, it has like ninety-five yards or whatever, like you know, or a hundred yards. You'll Chiefs are home. Yeah, Chiefs are home too. That's what I'm saying. So they might just destroy them. But hey, you might get lucky. You might get lucky. You know, the Chiefs do have those games where it's like they drive down the field and then they just get like the running back has three touchdowns. Well, it's so a, like, what's the spread for the game? Uh, if it's like eight, then it's, Chiefs are going to win in a blowout. Seven. Yep. Chiefs are going to win in a blowout. <laughs> Um, oh my god! So who's winning between me and you? You know I got my money on me all day. Come on now. Okay. Okay. Next matchup of the week I'd like to look at is John Fenty, aka Thunderstruck, visiting Epstein's prison guard, aka Mr. Michael Moreski. Who are you like in this one? Um, I'm looking at it real quick, and you know I gotta go. You know Fenty. Fenty has a good team. I'm not gonna lie, but. Like I said, Brady's coming back. It's been a fucking bad week, man. Bad publicity. Brady does not like that shit, and he does not like fucking losing. I think Tom Brady gives Meshi a nice 28, maybe even 30 fucking points against Atlanta. Hmm. And I think some. I think Fenty still puts up a fight, but I think Meshi still edges him out. 
I don't know. I think the spread's a little scared. I think Messi will still beat him by almost like 10 points. Messi's got a good team. But Fenty, you're, you got a good team too. No, no offense to you. I just think Messi's got the better team and he's got the Brady uh, magic behind him this weekend. Well, Fenty just did the trade with the Sissio. Oh, right now? Yeah, he just traded. Uh... What is it? Recent activity. Hold on. I don't see anything. Yeah, there, it happened before. Oh, processing 720. Oh, Judy. Who did Fenty, Fenty got Judy and Everett for, for Dobbs and Dobbins. Who the fuck is even Romeo? Oh, I did hear Romeo's. Nah, Dobbs is like, he's like the other receiver yeah. on the Packers. Um, it's interesting, though. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I, DeCicio, you know, not to blow, blow up your spot, but DeCicio, uh, he threw a trade my way. I didn't get to see it, and he re- he rescinded it. Uh, oh, that's always about He sends a trade, and then he rescinds it. Like, he rescinded it. So I was like, I didn't even get to look at it. And um, but yeah. I guess it was for Derrick Henry. Because he does that to everyone. He, um, he was, I was like, who do you want? And then he texted me with Derrick Henry throwing Josh Norman off him. I was like, "Yo, come on, you know I'm not, I'm not giving you D. Henry. Like that's the one player on my team that's definitely off limits." I've He's w- like, "All right." I've waken up to like three different times in the past three weeks where I see like Florida Dick sends you an offer and then he rescinds it right away. I'm like, "Bro, what are you doing?" Like, ex- Nick, you're, you're like blue ball me, man. I didn't even get to look at it. Not, to, I probably if it was for D. Henry, I was going to decline anyway. But at least last night, I would have liked to look at it at least. So. Mm-hmm. So Meshi takes this matchup against Fenty. Yeah. So Meshi moves to five and zero. Oh. Yeah, Meshi's gonna have a good year, man. He's doing he's doing good. But like I said, I know this is no offense to Mesh because I'm just saying because I I had this year too when I was ten and three. You know, none of that shit means anything once you make the playoffs. It's it's new fucking season then. So, but you know, Meshi's got the he's got the upper hand right now. So I think he goes to five and zero. Oh, yeah. Well, you need about six seven wins to make the playoffs. I mean, when if you already have five in October. I mean, I know you're looking good. You could just start resting players then at that point. You don't even have to worry. <laughs> okay, next matchup. Uh, Florida Nick, aka Nick DeCicio, visiting AA Ron Trip Monster, aka Mr. Andrew Yurish. What do you think about this one? You know, it's, I'll be honest with you, Nick. I just don't like your team, Nick. You know, like Gallup and Harris are the only players I really like on your team. I don't like Carr. I don't like Dobbins. I don't like Dubes. I don't like Ertz, Juju. So I'm going with, you know, I like George Kittle. I don't know why George Kittle's on your bench right now. I don't know why you're starting oh. Ertz over George Kittle. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, George Kittle looked good last, you know, last night or whatever, or Monday night or whatever. Ertz is the fourth tight end. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I'm just like, you see, like that's what I'm saying. Like I haven't been paying attention. All right, so yeah, never mind. That's a good start. So yeah, never mind. I like Ertz because he's good, but Juju, meh. Uh, so uh, I'm going with I'm going with uh, John on this one, just because John's team just overall better. I think Tyree Kill definitely have a touchdown against the Jets. I think the Jets are going to beat the Dolphins though, because I think Teddy Bridgewater. I don't I don't know. I think the Jets defense is underrated as fuck, and we're really good this year. So. But, you know, Tyreek will still break away for a touchdown or something. And Aaron Rodgers is going to play the Giants in London. Who knows? But I know he's going to put up at least 20 points. Yeah. But, you know, Giants might still be win that game. Mike Evans going to have at least a touchdown, maybe even two from Tom Brady. That, he's just going to fucking go off, too. I'm telling you. That, that, mark my words. Write this fucking down. Atlanta is going to get destroyed. 
by Tampa Bay. I don't know what the spread is on that. Like I don't I don't really bet the NFL, but if I was betting, I would take the spread of the Tampa Bay game because they're playing home. Tom's fucking mad. Let's fucking go to Tampa Bay, honestly. But yeah, I think uh John takes that game. No, yours you mean. I mean, yeah, you know No, no, no. Oh, it's yours, yours. Yeah, yours. Right. I don't know why I got that. So Nick, if Nick loses again, the fucking poor kid's 0-5. Yeah, I know. Him and, him and Mike are having a fucking battle for yeah, but, the worst. Yeah, but at least Mike's putting up points. Nick has 300 points through four games. Oh, yeah, no, that's horrible. Yeah. But Nick's, all Nick's got to do is get a win. That shit matters. Yeah, I mean, Mike's Mike. Mike's going to get a win. I'm more scared about Nick. His team just doesn't put up points. Yeah, until somebody goes down on somebody else's team. It's true. It's true. But he doesn't have that many, hand- he has that many handcuffs, though. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, somebody just loses one of their players or two of their yeah. players. So, yours wins that one. Next matchup, we have Turbos Titans, a.k.a. Kieran Corgan, a.k.a. Defending Champ, visiting Mr. Owen Four, Michael Polino. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I don't. I was looking at Mike's team because I you know I was gonna throw him a trade. I texted him. You know, Mike. I don't know why you didn't answer my text, bro. Because I would have fucking you know helped you out here. Because honestly, your team's not looking that good, Mikey. But uh, it does look. You know, no offense, Nick, but it does look better than Nick's team. So all you gotta do is stay out last. But don't you want to compete, Mike? You want to be part of the run or what? So I'm gonna have to go with Kieran because I just don't like Mike's team. I think. Kieran's got a more overall, like, more secure team, especially I like his wide receivers of Sutton and St. Brown. I've actually gotten to see a lot of highlights from them. Pittman Jr., uh, you know, let me see his stats real quick. I saw a little bit of the Colts game. Um, Matt Ryan really likes Pittman Jr. He really tries to get on the ball. I know he only got 4.6, but there were two um, yeah, was throws I saw where he almost got touchdowns. So, you know, I think – wide receivers kieran's got three solid like i'd say one wide receivers on his team and if Pittman jr is his worst wide receiver in the flex i mean i'd like that you know it really helps i know equa just started scoring james connor you know you know i've never really liked james connor so but you know i think kieran wins this he's got tony pollard on the bench too so like he can always switch that out i like tony pollard uh but yeah i think kieran wins mike goes so and five as well yeah, this is really an interesting matchup. It really depends on what the tomorrow night's game because Kieran has Russell Wilson and Michael Pittman going tomorrow on the Thursday. Oh, shit, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh, and, and Mike's got Darren Waller. Although Darren Waller hasn't really been doing too much. No, nah, no. Nah. Yeah, he had that one year and there's not much after that. Next matchup I want to look at is the stack, a.k.a. John Plano, Going to sleepers are us nasty Nick eleven oh three Mister Nick Mondello. What do you think about this one? I think this is the best game we've seen so far besides our game when it comes to matchups being close. Um, you know Nick's always a piece of shit to me, but you know I'm going to hold back my uh, my uh, fucking uh, whatever my opinion and try and look at it a fair way. You know Waddle, I could easily see score against the Jets. So can I see Diggs score against Pittsburgh? I mean Pittsburgh sucks in my opinion. No offense, Fenty. I just don't think your team's that good this year. And I think they're very exploitable, 
especially for a Buffalo juggernaut like that. So I think Josh Allen's – I have the stack as well in another league. The stack is very good. So it's going to be hard for Nick to fucking beat uh, John. He's going to need Jonathan Taylor to come back and at least get him 17 to 20 points. It needs to be old Jonathan Taylor. Um, Davis, it's, I mean, it, he could have – he could be lucky and he could have Davis steal some touchdowns from Diggs. Who knows? Mm. Um, Mark Andrews always performs well with uh, Lamar. T. Higgins had a great week last week. So uh, this is a freaking coin flip. Um, it might come down to the defense and kicker. It really might come down to that. Cleveland playing. See, this is going to be difficult. Cleveland's playing the Chargers. And Baltimore's playing Cincinnati. Both are playing great offenses. But Cincinnati's offensive line sucks. And Baltimore D is pretty good. So they might get some sacks. Cleveland D is good, but isn't uh, – Garrett out this weekend? Yeah, he might be out again from that car accident. Okay, so I'm on, I'm gonna have to go. John Polino beats Nick by a margin wow. of five. Wow, wow, John Polino going out on the road and beating nasty Nick eleven oh three. Wow. Yeah, going to two and three, and Nick going to three and two. Yep. Okay, last matchup of the of week five: uh, Cash Masadi, aka Adam Ali, playing Glicklop, aka Mister James Brady. What do you think about this? Oh my God, James is projected no. twenty four. Yeah. yeah, no offense to Adam. It's just you know James does his fucking homework. He you know he lives and breathes fantasy. Shout out to James. He's just he loves this shit. He wants a chip. This is what people do. He already has a chip in another league for another you know friendly that we all know. So James has a good team. Jalen Hurts, Sparkly, Chubb, Jefferson, Cooks, Conklin. Shout out to Conklin. I like Conklin. I have him in the league. Godwin, too. If Godwin could come back and even give you, like, a couple games, you know, that's good. He could always switch out uh, uh, Godwin with Melvin Gordon, which isn't too bad. Honestly, you know, if I'm giving my advice, James, I would just switch out Godwin with Melvin since he's going to be the workhorse. But, you know, I'm a a big three running back guy over putting the wide receiver in the flex unless someone like – um, I say Tyree Kill. It's a, like you know the likes of someone that's going to get a lot of catches, especially a touchdown. Oh, I like him storing DeAndre Hopkins. I've stored DeAndre Hopkins in the league as well. So you know nothing against Adam. Adam has a good team. You know I like I like the, his team. Um, I like Mahomes. I like Debo. Mahomes and Debo could literally give him sixty points sometimes. I'm not even kidding. It could be like that, or like fifty to sixty points. So he's gonna need three players to really go off for him in order to have a chance to beat James. I think James still beats him by like no more than 15, but no less than five. So I'm putting in between 15 and five. So I'm giving James another win there, giving him the four and one and Adam drops to three and two. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So that's, uh, that's all the matchups for week five real quick. What do you think about the fantasy champion Phineas and fantasy loser? Um, so, I honestly think if my team can stay like consistent and I know everybody says that, but like, I feel like I actually do have a very consistent team of players that get a lot of catches and it was just, I couldn't, the quarterback was really the issue for me for the first few weeks. I was like, fucked. And, you know, if I have to deal with between Dak or Jared Goff, you know, so be it. Maybe I'll even deal one of them to somebody that really needs a quarterback that, you know, slacking. You know, wink, wink, Nick. Um, so I feel like I can make it. Um, I feel like James is a is definitely always going to be a contender. You're always going to – it's just like I'm telling you, 
God loves to make the our league like as toxic as possible. So he gives you the ability to just to make it anyway. I'm good. Um, you know, so I mean, I, you know, I, I'm naming off people that I think will make the playoffs basically. Now chip is so hard narrowed down. James obviously is the favorite right now. He has the better team. He has the overall, you know, mo- most consistent team of players that'll give him at least 12 plus, you know, from standard point in, in our league, which is a lot. So James, I could definitely see him making the chip. I think I can make the chip. I think I can do it. I know everybody says they think I do it. I'm of course going to say, I think I could do it as well. You know, got to believe in yourself in order to win. So I could see myself playing James. That'd be a great game because James knows. And at the end of the day, it wouldn't be no talking bullshit, but Mark, (laughs) I swear to fucking God, if I play you in that chip, I better fucking win. I will literally lose my mind if I lose. If I won the chip again against you, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'd, I'd feel bad. I'd, I think I'd have to give you. Oh, you would just be like, I would. You would just be like, thank God. I literally have so much to trigger him with. Literally, that's all you'd be going through. Nah, like, I, oh I my got, God, I can trigger him even more now. No, nah, I mean, at this point around, I think I would just, I would just be like, wow, I'm really just insane. And I think it would just be, you would just have to sit there looking at the like the L again. But I don't think it's gonna happen. Uh, what do you think is gonna come in last? Um. It's a race between Mike and Nick, man. I feel like, no offense, Mike, I feel like you complain too much, man. I feel like you critique too much. And the more you do that and the more you keep complaining, it, you're less focused on making your team better and you're more focused on, you know, changing the rules. Right. So until you stop doing that, it's not going to be too good for you. I mean, you have the upper hand with the points for them now, but. All you need is Nikki to skirt out some wins and you don't skirt out enough. And you don't want to be doing, I don't even, what are, what are we doing? What is the last place doing six, this year? 6, 12, 18, 24. Oh yeah. Hell fucking no. I will definitely, I would hate to do that shit. So, <laughs> you know, focus on your team. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's between Mike and Nick right now. There's no one even close. I don't even think compared to that. So interesting. One of the two. I don't know who's going to be. I don't, I don't know. Right now, if I had to go right now, right now, I would call Nick would be the last person because he has the worst team. Okay. But like I said, you know, God forbid, but some people can lose their fucking starting running back. Dude, I lost my quarterback, my running back in this first week. Yep. I went to immediate to handcuffs like that in the first week. So, and I'm still here. I'm two hey, and two. Find a way. Always got to find a way. Exactly. Uh, so I think that's everything for fantasy talk uh, real quick about the Mets. Where, who they, when's the first game of the ALs? No, no, I'm sorry. The NL wildcard series. The NL wildcard series starts Friday. Um, Braves are up two, one right now. Bottom of the seven, zero outs. Yes. Uh, the Mets are up in their second game of the double header. Um, seven, nothing in the bottom of the second inning. Uh, so, matter. you know, if the Marlins can somehow, you know, freaking come back and win, it will come down to tomorrow for the for the division. If the Braves win, you know, it's over, and then we have the wild card Friday. I read that they are thinking it would be they would want to do Degrom, um, or it was Scherzer. Oh, I forgot what it said. It was something to, along the lines of so that they would have Degrom for the first game of the NLDS if they were to beat. Um, if they were to beat, uh, uh, you know, to beat the, whoever they are, Padres or the Phillies, whoever decides to be in that spot. So 
it's going to be fraud. It's I think the Mets will win, if, especially if it's the uh, Phillies. But Padres might be a little harder, but I think the Mets will win regardless. Um, it just pisses me off that we basically could have 100 wins this year. And what well, we are going to have 100 wins. You know, God willing, we win tonight. And, like, we're still going to be a wild card team. But you know what? Whatever. Like I said, in the fantasy playoffs, once you're in the playoffs, it doesn't fucking matter. It's a new season anyway. You just got to deal with having a little bit harder trip there. But I have faith that it could be the Mets play the Braves again to go to the World Series. I really think that's how it's going to be. And um, I, 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 this is my dad said it's like 1986. I think it's like 1986 too. If he thinks it's like it's 1986, because my dad's never had fucking faith in the Mets since 2006. So we'll see. All right. So uh, I think that's everything. Appreciate you coming on the pod, Angelo. And I hope to be in your ass this upcoming week. <laughs> I appreciate you having me, Mark. Yep. Have a good night. You too.